Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of No Country for Talkers. Uh, we're back with another episode, episode 54. Uh, last episode, we know Duane took over. A lot has happened, man. I went to Barbados to visit family, came back. We were planning to do an episode together. I got COVID. Totally took me out for about two weeks, man. Um, I'm still a little short of breath and shit, but I'm good now. And then we were prepared up to do an episode and doing it got sick. He doesn't have COVID, but he had, you know, he has his uh, health issues and stuff. We've been working, we've been working through. Uh, we wish him the best. Uh, so this week, man, we got to get an episode. Oh, it's been almost a month. Uh, and you know, he picked up the mantle when I went to Barbados. So now it's my turn to pick up the mantle uh, to chat about some anime. And obviously these episodes are significantly shorter because uh, it's just one person yapping their mouth the whole time. So I hope everyone's doing well, man. Honestly, I've been watching a lot of anime. I got anime bug back. I did hit um, a little, you know, segment where I was not feeling watching anime and stuff. I did hit a wall. So I took some time off been doing that's why I, also the break to Barbados stuff helped. But some good anime has been out, I think, and some, you know, not so good ones, but your boys sat out through them, especially now that I'm back at work and stuff. And I am looking forward to talking about one today. So In recent times in uh in the uh hey <laughs> hey that boy best guys anyway in recent times uh i think you know genre goes through not genre anime goes through like a genre cycle you know at one point it was a lot of fighting um like action anime like that those are still probably popular but those were the thing um then obviously remember i don't know if remember when it was a shit ton of mecha well you know now i think it seems the anime now has really hit the isekai genre where a person either dies or gets teleported to another um dimension or world and then they're like either really op or really trash and becomes op and then they end up being the hero of that time stuff like that uh, i've watched a couple of those and this week uh we are going to chat about the realest hero who uh realist hero rebuilt uh the kingdom um also known as reconstruction uh is this directed by takashi watanabe <laughs> i apologize if i butcher these names uh written by jao zappa hiroshi oinagi Gosh. Uh, the studio that did the animation is JC Staff, uh, 26 episodes, um, 26 episode season. Um, obviously there's a light novel to it and stuff. And, uh, that's what we plan on. That's what I'm planning on talking about today, man. Uh, be sure to drop a comment, like, subscribe. I know that we hit about 300 followers, subscribers, which is insane to think, uh, with all the different stuff. As you can see, the candles already have a clear focus. But uh, we definitely kept with the anime um, podcast from the beginning. And to be at 300 
early because honestly the uh the goal was to reach 100 subscribers this year and to be at 300 even though i haven't had much subscribers since i hit 300 but just to get there is pretty cool and i want to thank all subscribers uh be sure to check out all the content on the channel so yeah so uh just a quick cover on what this anime is about a second now it's live so you know uh kazaya which is uh he is suddenly summoned to fantasy world and betrothed to a to the princess kazuya soma is crowned the new king unlike the royalty before him he won't be using swords and magic to rule will administrative reform really get the kingdom back on track like I said, it's 26 episodes. Um, <laughs> it's a harem. <laughs> Definitely a harem. Uh, fantasy. Um, and uh, obviously, I said Isekai. And uh, honestly, man, this when it comes to this anime... Actually, let's go ahead and... Uh, well, I usually say let's chat. But uh, we could just go ahead and just break it down into segments like we usually do. So I'm going to go ahead and... We're going to ahead and kick it off or we're going to talk about the story i really think the story for this anime is it's definitely different um when it comes to isekai um usually when it comes to a lot of isekai stories uh the hero shows he gets summoned into the world and it's pretty much to do battle he's always fighting on behalf of a kingdom like a uh, shield hero uh, which is on season two right now um and stuff like that is always along those lines uh or they'd fall in and they have to like you know join a team and do quests and stuff like that to defeat the demon lord there is a demon lord in here but you don't really see him in this first season i'm not sure if they're going to come back they keep mentioning about the demon realm and they did have discussions about the different demons and stuff but you never actually see much of the demons it was you this anime is more about focus right now in re relations between the two the, the multiple nations uh in the in the realm or in the world and he comes in they summon him and immediately you know they're like hey yeah we, we summoned you to hand you off to this other kingdom and he's and this kingdom that he got summoned to is in shambles absolute shambles and stuff so pretty much he comes in he declares he's like bro we could turn this shit around and we don't need to lift a fucking finger like that i could help you out blah 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 so he does it and immediately the king's like yeah that's also a good idea then you know pretty much makes him um uh shout out to that creator uh pretty much makes him a uh, king of the realm and everyone's in shock because what the hell you could just get this boy the keys to the kingdom like he, just because he was a summoned hero and uh it's interesting to see him work from there now the whole time he's he's implemented reforms it's pretty much he's implemented reforms and stuff that called as reforms there but obviously those are a lot of stuff we see I take for granted in the world today. Even stuff that you wish you had here, you know. Uh, a lot of healthcare. If you live in the United States, <laughs> free healthcare. Uh, he does do 
there's like you know all the stuff that was like uh you know fixing up the slums and stuff focusing on health stuff like that but instead of fi building up the houses like how they do in some countries where you judge fighting the low the people that are poor leave he puts them in the houses and stuff so they cleans up the slums and a lot of stuff and uh each time a lot of episodes is focusing more on the administrative part instead of the battle battle parts um throughout what we usually see in uh isekai anime which i thought was uh pretty f pretty cool it was different it was different i know but there is some battle in here um he does end up fight uh coming face to face uh with another invading kingdom and then obviously because he he's king now and obviously a lot of the people that were running the kingdom into the ground a lot of the nobles and stuff didn't do it so they all gland together to uh try to overthrow him and stuff with this other kingdom which was uh kind of kind of messed up uh i'm trying to remember what the opposite kingdom's name is uh just give me a second uh the other kingdom should have done better research <laughs> oh amadonia thank you amadonia I had to bring it up here on the screen so yeah and that's like for this most of this is focusing on amadonia and stuff obviously uh there's like chris there's a whole bunch of cool stuff he, he implements uh telling the news using these crystals that you could communicate um and obviously the big battle of these two seat of the season 26 episodes is his fight against the amadonian empire which uh through the help of a guy uh one of the characters he uh topples them and then he has to handle the people that betrayed him because there were a lot of big generals and they all decided to team well not they all but most of them decided to team up to uh, against him and then obviously he has to punish them now along the way because it's a harem he keeps meeting these women <laughs> he keeps meeting these women and farming relationships with them and because he's king and i guess in this world monogamy is is cool he ends up having like a bunch of wives uh well but he's engaged to a bunch of girls i think he's engaged to like four uh let's see one two three four yeah it's four uh at this girl down here at the bottom here if you can see on the screen uh and he, she pretty much adopts her and, and he also does this cool thing where he sends out the message to the thing hey if you have any special skills come and talk to us and they come in and you know he recruits a whole bunch of guys he recruit a guy they had a food shortage he recruits this guy that was really good with food and he sent him out into the world and stuff to find different food replacements to their usual foods um this girl here i really should write these names <laughs> she is uh good with she has a very beautiful voice and stuff and i think one of her mom is like a general uh a navy general or a navy admiral or something so he uses her and she sings on the broadcast and keeps the the country as uh aspire uh inspired aspired inspired she's a dark elf uh, she pretty much his bodyguard and stuff ends up being uh, engaged to him and this is the princess Lucia which is the daughter of the former king and queen so and 
even though they have this harem thing going you could tell which girl is the man love focus like oh there was a scene in there where they, they, he got hit he didn't really get hypnotized but it was like therapy and the guy put it, the girl the woman put her on there put him on there and uh asked him what he thought about each girl and she said something nice about each girl she's my rock she's my protector she's uh you know she's good with money yada 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 but when he got to lucia i thought it was cool because he said if, if there's anything i have to say to her i'm gonna say it to her face and i thought that was pretty cute you know and uh definitely at the end of the season they do have a really not not really the end of the season like probably the episode before it was like happy new year but they didn't really celebrate it like that they just fired off some uh thing some fireworks and stuff and uh he pretty much uh kisses her he tells her he tells her he loves her and that's the only character female character that he actually says that to so you could tell um that she was the main girl and i wish they just didn't do harem i just had her as the main girl but you know fan service uh, her, uh, like I said, he finds a bunch of talent to help with his administrative fees. Uh, it was actually pretty. There was also another. There's another kingdom. Um. Uh, there's another kingdom with the queen. She's like a. She's like pretty, pretty important. But she. I know it's this character right here. Oh my god, I wish I did a better job. I'm so bad with names. Dwayne is always here to help me. <laughs> Dwayne is always here to help me. But obviously, it's a lot. Like I said, it's a lot more negotiating. When he takes over Amadonia after he wins that war, it isn't just you know pillage and shit like that. You know, he pretty much brings them on. They were under dictatorial rule and stuff for a little bit. All the money went to the military. Yada yada yada. And he pretty much takes them over. Then he conquers them and he like exposes them to freedom pretty much like hey you can express yourself you can paint it uh get some money back to the people stuff like that and then the son of the former ruler comes back and he's like yo well i have claim to this and he's like okay so he makes up here reparations for a little bit and um gives them back the kingdom and then with a short time that guy loses a kingdom because he goes back he starts doing all the shit that he was doing before Taking the money, giving it to the military, hoarding the money, yada yada yada, and the people rebel. So they end up back under the uh, the under Kazuya Soma's rule again. And I thought that was pretty. It was pretty cool because he, he he didn't want he gave it back. He knew that it was about to happen, man. He knew, and that's how he meets the sister of that former ruler, Amadoni ruler, and she ends up being uh, his wife. But she's like merchant. She like does the money thing pretty good, so that's how her role in the whole show. She comes in later though. So for the story, um, if you're looking for combat and stuff like that, there's a little bit of that in here, but it's not really combat. Uh, combat story. This is really heavily focused on administrative stuff and implementing different um laws and stuff procedures to get a kingdom back on its feet after being surrounded by different enemies and stuff like that uh 
how to how to do diplomatic stuff there's a lot of diplomatic stuff in there so if you like that stuff definitely a lot of talking a lot of the monologuing and stuff like that i think you'll like this anime but if you're looking for combat this anime for it um ain't, a, ain't really the the one if you're looking for battle so when it comes to story man i'm gonna give this out of five i'm gonna give this a, a three out of uh a 3.5 out of five i thought it was solid it was it was cool um unfortunately because i'm, I'm judging this on the anime alone it's only 26 episodes and because it's only 26 episodes man not yeah because it's only 26 episodes there's so many story left out what about the demon the demon uh region we have nothing coming from up there what's the difference between demons and monsters there's a little thing that they had a discussion in there where they went over that um yeah that they went over that briefly but they, they got left hanging uh there's another kingdom that's like super religious they're starting to like poke poke in there so we still waited to find out what that's about uh when does he meet the actual queen from the from the empire that created the uh united united nations accords and stuff like that there's still a lot of stuff going on that needs to be further explained and i haven't heard anything about season two or anything so uh another batch of anime so so then we're gonna go with a 3.5 next we're gonna talk about characters all right man so when it comes to characters man uh there's a lot of characters especially what you expect from diplomatic anime and uh obviously there's the whole roster of women and you start to realize that each um person is pretty much just like a uh, a place home like a cabinet you have the dark elf girl she's like combat um this uh the girl the blue she's almost like a ninja her his little sister could talk to different could talk to different uh beasts and stuff like that so she i assume that she comes in really handy as time goes on talks to different animals and stuff like that you have the merchant um i think as far as characters every character does fit into this story like a really good puzzle and even i think if you remove some i don't think any of the characters really miss like that um especially because i the story really isn't done lucia to me is definitely the most important female character in here to me um the king of queen they're there but they're not really there for most the previous king and queen they're not really there for most of the show they do have a story at the end that explains why he gave up the crop gave up the uh rules so easily to him and uh i think to me that was it it was like an explanation like you're going through this right now because this happened to me and uh, i think it was a good little twist i actually like i'm sorry that's pretty interesting so that comes like way at the end though um uh the, yeah so like that uh but then again you you know a lot of them interchangeable you don't really need them to be female male or anything so the characters are they're okay uh but not really to me that important 
like like some anime that we've talked about on this channel that you know that characters have a meaningful impact um but this one is probably out of those not one of the strongest ones but they're there and obviously uh, a lot of female characters because it's harem and he's got to have that 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 stock of women you know what i mean so with that being said i'm gonna go ahead and give it a three out of five for characters uh they're there they're they, they serve their purpose but i don't feel a meaningful impact outside of the the two main characters which would be Kazuya and Lucia. I can't remember the names man that's to show you how the impact of a lot of these characters you know and then obviously you meet a lot of characters that are only there for like an episode or two until he implements his reforms and stuff to help fix the, the situation and after that you probably don't see them again I'm assuming they'll show up later at the end but either are man who knows um Next is animation. Now the animation in this show is right. um, a lot because there's a lot of talking. <laughs> it's a situation where you just have a, a literally a still shot of two characters facing each other, and, and obviously you don't hear much. So it's just a, a, uh, like a lot of anime, like not a lot, but some of the anime you'll see. There's a lot of when they're talking like and you know something's going on that the way it's drawn the grass is moving the hair is moving stuff like that everything here is still and it's literally just the mouth <laughs> and 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 it's, it's a lot because there's a lot of negotiating and diplomatic stuff going on in this anime you don't really have to focus on a lot of moving parts for the anime you don't expect it to be like a kira or some shit like that you know um so but then again you had ghost in the shell that had a lot of talking but the animated that was really good so when it comes to this i would say that the animation isn't really the strongest suit i wish Dwayne was here to expand on this a little more because uh he's in that field he does animation stuff that's his thing so he's able to better explain but from a guy that's not really into that world just explain it to you from a layman's point of view you could it's noticeable after a while that it's just like yo it's just literally just mouth movement like the hair doesn't move there's not a lot interacting with like environment and stuff like that except when they have to walk away and stuff like that um obviously because there's not a lot of combat sequences and shit like that um there's no need to have a big well-drawn combat sequences you know what i mean uh like the, i think there was like a party they fired arrows in the sky it was just like and then it like transitioned to the head they had explosion stuff but it's nothing really major and obviously because it's not really that big of a combat enemy so disappointing a little bit but you know it fits the ad it fits the type of anime that it's trying to be so i can't knock them too bad at it but when it comes to visually a pre pleasing me and stuff like that we got to get this thing a 2.5 out of 5 for me um but it, it works I, I i'm not gonna say it was terrible it's just uh, i've seen better and we kind of have like a bar here so 2.5 out of 5 for animation um stuff all right uh it's so much shorter when you don't have someone to bounce to talk off of anyway so with that being said guys moving on to the overall 
ratings. All right, so overall, so remember we if we talk about story, uh, I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. We did characters, which was 3 out of 5. And then animation, 2.5 out of 5. So with that being said, everything comes together. I'm going to go ahead and give this a 3 out of 5 middle of the road. Solid anime. I think it's a good 26. I don't think you're going to feel like you wasted your time. If you're looking for the fan service and stuff of the different women, it has it in here. There's comedy. Um... If you like diplomatic stuff, you like negotiating, stuff like that, this is the anime for you. If you're looking for action, stuff like that, there's a little action in here. But mainly the action, after the action finishes, then you hear like the whole tactics and stuff behind the actions. Uh, then you're like, okay, okay. So it, it kind of pulls you back into t a lot more dialogue, a lot more diplomatic stuff. Um, it's cool to see them implement the reforms, man. It was cool to see that it was interesting you know and then you got you know the whole anime do to explain all the the reforms and stuff he put in and he's no way perfect um it definitely has sometimes he has some hiccups and stuff and he, he fell into some like am i doing the right thing yada 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 but uh it was definitely worth it and uh three three out of five i think is a really good rating for this anime and uh if you watch it man I think uh it's worth it man 26 episodes it goes it goes by pretty smooth the first 12 episodes definitely are the strong suit the back the back half of the anime starts to feel a little fillerish right after that initial battle and stuff with uh amandonia the back half of the anime does start to fucking feel like it dragged a little bit and it's definitely the weaker half, the back, the back half after like episode 12, 13, the following 13, especially the last six episodes start to feel like filler stuff. And then <clears throat> you get the explanation from um, Lucia's parents, the former king and queen. And then it pretty much just wraps up after that. And um, all we could do is hope that they brought more or you could read a light novel. Um, I, I, I want to watch it as anime form. I think it was pretty, uh, pretty cool. So yeah, that's the wrap up of the realist hero rebuilt the kingdom, who rebuilt the kingdom or reconstruction. Um, three out of five. Moving on, let's go ahead and jump into shooting the ship for a little bit. We talk about some movies and stuff. all right so we're in shooting the shit now and uh hey uh, got some good stuff man um watch some cool movies it's been a minute so there's been a few stuff uh i finished miss marvel uh finished kenobi um i just watched nope today so if you haven't seen that in theaters another jordan peele movie I really like his, uh, I like the way he directs his films and stuff. Uh, I think he does the thriller horror genre pretty good. Um, it's a good mix. It, it, it's not like, I, I'm not, I'm not like in 
a big fan of horror movies which is all focused on like gore and stuff this does have its little bit of it um but it's not like um i'm trying to think of a like saw i always go back to saw like i don't think saw is horror i just think it's like murder porn honestly um what's uh thor love and thunder Thor Love and Thunders, uh, it was, it was, it was good. I, I thought it was cool. It was definitely better to me than Ragnarok, in my opinion. Uh, I'm just, what, what, what Tiki, I think his name is. Um, the guy that directs it and writes the story. For me personally, I'm not a fan of those type. I don't, I'm not a fan of that type of writing. He, he's comedic. And he's really good at it. <laughs> he's really good at it, right? And if you like comedic stuff, uh, a lot of humor, stuff like that, while telling your story, you're going to enjoy it. I think the problem I've been able to reconcile with me and like Ragnarok stuff is that I like a lot more serious stuff in my storytelling and it reflects on my critique critique of a lot of marvel films is that a lot of tension is broken because of jokes of place jokes um and this one it's a lot of low hanging fruit humor in this and that's his that's the way he does it though and i think that's what got to me when it came to ragnarok that's why I think I tend to gravitate. I tended to drive, gravitate more to the DCEU in the early days because I, I like Zack Snyder's way of telling stories. A lot more serious, a lot more grounded. There's a lot of political undertone and stuff like that. I, I, that's just me. I, a lot of people don't like that, so I could see why a lot of people gravitate towards the Marvel form of telling stories, and that's okay. I'm not here to. Ar I used to argue for Batman versus Superman. A man of steel and stuff like that hardcore them days gone i've accepted it and uh i really i i enjoyed those films i have them on dvd and blu-ray and i watch them every bloody minute i get um i like how the batman that recently came out i like those type of gritty darker movies and the reason i wanted dceu to survive is so that you have the light-hearted mcu stuff on one hand and then I was hoping DC would have kept with that darker, more grounded, gritty tone. So then you have that, and then you could have both going, and you could have, you know, you have a good mix. Right now it's just Marvel. You know, DC's half half the actors are left, and then one of them, the Flash guy, he going nuts. Um, that's that's my rant for the Thor: Love and Thunder stuff. As for the um. Kenobi, Kenobi was cool. I thought Kenobi was cool. Um, I'm not really big into Star Wars. Uh, I can't, I can't deal with the fandom, and you know, they, it's already not that diverse of a. I mean, I'll say the like aliens and stuff. It's not really that the main cast isn't really that diverse to me, and uh, I just never really got into it. And then every time something comes out and the black girl shows up on the screen. The, the worst part of the fandom gets the loudest and it's just turned me off i'm so i still watch some stuff like mandalorian stuff but i'm not a fan fan um but kenobi was cool especially the fight at the end i really enjoyed that so i, I think you should catch kenobi 
if you uh around my age you grew up watching um the prequels which in hindsight wasn't really that bad the clone wars was a little weird but if you add in the cartoons and stuff it actually makes perfect sense that was the problem man. like you gotta add in the cartoons Hayden Christensen came back he did his thing as I think he did a really good Darth Vader man and um it was cool to see Darth Vader do stuff uh like hardcore also the animation and the original trilogy he does stuff but he doesn't really do stuff like now you have technology for him to do like a whole bunch of stuff and I thought it was fun to watch um I don't want to talk about nope too much because it just came out uh, oh, Miss Marvel. Uh, Miss Marvel, really good show. You you gotta like watch. It's it's interesting. You know, I was I was thinking the other day. I was like, man, how many Muslim or Muslim slash Arabic or Hindu or whatever people from that region, South South Asian Pacific, you know, region superheroes have we seen? In the American, <clears throat> the Western Hemisphere, and I really was trying to think. Like I was like, not many, you know. It was crazy, and all in all, man, it was cool to see Miss Marvel. No, I don't really. Re I haven't read any of her comics and stuff. Really, is uh, the comics I've read that she's been in. They were always like a collabor, a collaborative or something like that. I've watched some videos on her and stuff they did change your powers and i honestly because i i did watch some of the uh, play some of the avengers game and i like that like where your hands get big and she can stretch and stuff i thought that stuff was pretty cool and i would have really liked to see that as the power instead of what they decided to go to but um they went with it so hopefully either evolves or they just stick to the guns but i think she showed out in it it is targeted like a younger audience in a way um the way the storytelling kind of like I, I said in a review that i did on my tiktok it kind of reminded me of like a diary of a wimpy kid the way the narrating and stuff was at the beginning so i thought that was pretty cool um it does have its corny parts and stuff like that but there's a lot of underlying commentary in there the colonialism with england and india how it displaced so many people not knowing your place in the world, especially if you're split between two um, cultures. Like the grandmother was Pakistan, living in Pakistan, but she was born in India, and her, you know, and stuff like that. And they finding out about her, her mom and having it to relate to Kamala at the bottom, and then like the community and the police, you know, crack it down on like how the Muslim community has such a hard time after 9-11 and stuff and living in the United States as Muslim and as a as a black person living in the U.S. even though I was born in Barbados and raised it's really interesting to see it's like man I, I kind of understand but you know you got your struggles going on and stuff but how the community came together and how the family accepted her when she turned out to have powers I, I really thought a lot of that stuff was was pretty cool you know to watch uh, I know it got a lot of hate and stuff like that. Um, and uh, congratulations to the uh, Pakistani slash Indian slash Arabic <laughs> slash Muslim community 
uh, getting her first superhero. She's going to be in the Marvels, so it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, Carol Danvers shows up at the end, which was a little weird, but um, but yeah, man, uh, I'm really happy to see that step being taken. And you know, another thing I was thinking about, like if you watch the early days of the MCU, outside of Falcon, well, I guess it was Don Cheeto, uh, uh, War Machine. There haven't been really any main characters of color. Oh, uh, what's his name? Um, the leader of Shield. That's uh, Samuel Jackson's character. That's pretty much it. Oh well. Um. Yeah. So I I I really think it it, it says a good it says a good uh tells a good story. Six episodes, man. Uh, I think it was cool. I definitely think uh you should check it out. I'm not as hard on movies as a lot of people though. So my eight out of ten might be somebody's six out of ten honestly <laughs> let's be real i watch all the bruce willis movies as bad as they were i did a whole thing um all right so uh is there anything else i want to cover i think the next uh the next anime i'm going to cover is Sha shamu Sha shamu i'm trying to remember Oh, there we go. All right, let's pull it up over here. Shen. There it is. There it is. Yes, sir. This is my next one. I'm planning to tell. I just finished this one. Uh, so if Dwayne's out, I will do that. I'll do this one on uh, the animation. Really cool story. And it's crazy because it was a video game. So follows along the line like i remember in the video game you used to have to do a job with a forklift you move boxes and shit they literally have that in here obviously it's explained a little better why he has to do it and stuff like that but it was still pretty cool <laughs> i was like hey he's doing he's doing he's doing all jobs it's literally the story is told like a like a video game but i'm gonna save my commentary on that for next time hey guys be sure to comment like subscribe let me know what you think and if hey and if you have any anime that you want me to cover or watch and talk about let me know in the comments and as always stay safe out there peace